Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 160, Joe Biden abandons our fellow Americans behind enemy lines. He's turned the page and no apologies, he said this week in his marathon uh, press conference. That's 173 days since he promised he'd never do that and stab them in the back. Sad we won't stop forgetting uh, everybody that's there, and we're just going to stay on the topic. We, we can't stop. You know, I said at the beginning, I think it was last week, that this, it, or maybe the end of last week, I don't remember. It's like the worst week of the Biden presidency. I think it was towards the end of the week after the Supreme Court decision, and it's just been a disaster. It's been a disaster this week, too. It's been a disastrous first year. Um, you know, the, the gaffes, the bizarre moments I've, I've outperformed expectations of everybody in the first year. You know, if you look closely at the mental lapses, the awkward pauses, the struggling to find words, the even at times nonsensical gibberish of, of Biden, that's one thing. Then getting angry at a reporter over the question of what he said, which was clear about Bull Connor and and George Wallace and the comment that he made. Um, Doesn't know why Americans think he's mentally unfit for office. Doesn't even, as we all know, know what let's go Brandon means. If you if you're the president of the United States of America and you don't know what let's go Brandon means, you are just cut off from the world. And it was interesting last night. Before we interviewed the president, Donald Trump, and I had on Scott Brown and Reince Priebus, and I said to each of them, I asked them a simple question. Do you think that Joe Biden is calling the shots? The answer, they both of them are no. Now, these are hardly right-wing flamethrowers uh, that I had on my program here. These are, these are thoughtful, smart individuals. The polls now show... We were just way ahead of the curve on Joe's cognitive, you know, decline. It seems to be accelerating. It seems to be getting worse. Um, You know, I said just before the press conference, you know, that his entire staff was collectively Adam Schiffing in their pants, uh, scared to death about what was going to happen. Anyway, so he gets angry at the reporter, doesn't know why Americans think he's mentally unfit. And that in and of itself then we have the whole Russia disaster, which is reverberations now worldwide. Um, well, if Russia has a minor incursion with Ukraine, what, what the hell is a minor incursion? What does that mean? You know, nobody really held him accountable. He didn't ask, answer one question on crime, the disastrous border uh, policies that he has now put on this country. I mean... We went from the lowest numbers in decades to the highest numbers in decades, thanks to Joe Biden's open borders policy. How do you ignore the defund, dismantle, no bail laws in blue states supported by him and his vice president? Um, Because he said in that interview, he lied about it, by the way, when asked about it. 
And he said, uh, should we redirect the funds? Yeah, but yes, we should redirect the funds. Okay. And we know what Kamala Harris did in Minnesota with the tweet supporting the bail fund. And they're not going to stop. They shouldn't stop. We're not going to stop. Take note. Beware. Oh, okay. She's talking about the riots going on in the summer of 2020. Um, so all of this, it's, it's one bad moment after another. And then on the issues, he's failing dramatically. You know, and he's asking, what does the GOP stand for? I've, I've already answered that question. I went over, we compared, we contrasted Donald Trump's first year with his first year. And you cannot have a greater disparity. Trump in year one signed 117 bills into law. Dozens of major legislative achievements. He, he, he repealed the individual mandate because weak Republicans weren't ready, even though they had all those show votes in the years leading up to Donald Trump becoming president. Anyway, but he did get rid of the mandate. He signed the biggest tax cut in American history. He eliminated more regulations than, what, five, ten presidents, the last ten presidents combined. He opened up oil exploration in Anwar in Alaska. He oversaw massive economic growth and nominated Neil Gorsuch to the court, set a record for judicial appointments to the federal appellate courts. He saw a historic reduction in illegal immigration. He destroyed the caliphate, bombed the living Adam Schiff out of the ISIS. Uh, he forced NATO members to pony up and, and up their contributions to the military alliance. We were carrying all the weight. And, you know, what did Biden do? His signature legislation, Build Back Broke, died. His desire to have no standards and voting laws, that, that died too. He spent so much money on handouts, inflation now at a 40-year high. He now, because of his sick, you know, adulation at the altar of climate change cultists, you know, we've now reduced our energy output and given up energy independence, which is bad for national security. It's also bad for we the people. It's also contributed to the 40-year high in inflation because we're paying more for everything. You know, we can go back to the Trump policies. Never mind the average family spending up to five grand more annually because of the 40-year inflation high. Shut down the Keystone XL pipeline, greenlining, you know, Putin's pipeline simultaneously, destroying high-paying career jobs in the energy sector. He, he's gone further and blocked even more oil exploration and drilling and, and fracking on federal lands. He, you know, all of this, this we're, we're all paying the price for this. His understanding of economics 101 is zero. He knows nothing because it's his policies that it caused all of this. You know, the uh, you know, how do you mess up COVID as bad as he's messed up COVID? How is it possible? We're now in the third year of this pandemic. How after Delta can he make a statement and get away with, oh, we didn't see Omicron coming? What do you mean you didn't see it coming? Why did you reject a plan presented to your administration to produce in the lead up to the holidays starting in early October, 732 million tests a month. How is it possible you, you finally discover monoclonal antibodies, then you start buying them all up and rationing them all out because you didn't like the fact that states like, you know, Florida and Texas and South Dakota discovered them 18 months ago. And we're using them successfully, especially when we first started having breakout cases. 
In other words, the promise of Fauci and Biden and others, well, if you get vaccinated like we say, they never went to medical school. They didn't do an internship. They didn't do a residency. They like to, every politician I love loves to play doctor. They want to play your doctor. Get vaccinated. They all said it. We've got the tape. We've played it for you many times. You get vaccinated. You're not going to get COVID. Well, now fully vaccinated, even with a booster, are getting COVID. Fully vaccinated and a booster and even natural immunity, you're getting COVID a second time. So, you know, why not the, the preparation starting with Delta? This started with Delta breakthrough cases. Why didn't they up their production of, of therapeutics that we've had for 18 months, monoclonal antibodies? This isn't complicated stuff. Could a warp speed test production, warp speed monoclonal antibody production, warp speed um, these antivirals that, that everybody raves about? I don't know a lot about them. I, I Just every doctor I talk to says they're great. I always tell you to ask your doctor. I know. You know, and I'm getting sick and tired of people lying about what I'm telling people to do. Linda, have I ever told people what to do with their with their medical decisions? Do I tell people what to do? I do not. You do not. No. no. What do I always say? You're, I'm a broken record on purpose. Why? Ask your doctor. Consult your doctor. I do not play a doctor on radio or TV. I am not <laughs> going to start now. Right. And take into account. It research. sounds just like that, right? The way I said it, exactly it's like that. Exactly. Do do your own research. Know your medical history. Take into account your current condition, and then ask your doctor. Then make up your own mind. I believe in freedom, and medical privacy, and doctor-patient confidentiality. I spent an awful lot of time talking about therapeutics, especially since breakthrough cases got on the scene, because nobody knows what the hell they are. Ask yourself this question. Maybe we'll do a test later in the program. Uh, what would my advice be to my, my audience if you tested positive today for COVID? What would I tell you to do? We'll give you the answer later in the program. But, what, what, but if, if you don't know, and many of you are saying to yourself, I, I, I know he, he says something. He says to call your doctor and ask about something, but I forget what it is. Because I know because people contact the show and the TV show. And what is that thing Hannity always mentions again if you test positive? And by the way, they just tested positive or they wouldn't be making the call or somebody that they care about just tested positive or else they wouldn't be making the call. And, and I do it because I care about this audience. And the reality is I don't expect people to know what we know. But I know if I only say it once, it's gone. So I got to say it every day so that because so many people are getting infected now. You know, we lost. Oh, I don't even I can't even talk about it right now. Somebody I care a lot about. Lost both parents within 10 minutes of each other, both on a ventilator. Somebody that everybody that listens to the show regularly knows their parents. Um, anyway, so what happened to shut down the virus, Joe? That never happened. Oh, I wasn't ready. I mean, now we now we got to face the reality. We got a cognitive disaster as a president of the United States. I mean, you know, Biden's confused and disastrous Q&A. He said, what was the headline in yesterday's New York Post? Coverage was so bad. Jen Psaki had to issue m numerous lengthy, quote, clarifying, clarifying remarks of Biden including his ineptness and his idiocy involving Ukraine and his green lighting of Russia 
to do a minor incursion into Ukraine. What do you mean a minor incursion? That's not a, it's, there's no such thing as a minor in, incursion. I mean, it's, well, what are you going to say to China? That they're going to have a minor reunification with Taiwan after the Olympics? Because they're not going to do it before the Olympics. They're not that stupid. As a matter of fact, they're, they're much smarter than, than at times we are. It's, it's beyond embarrassing. The Ukraine president responded, we want to remind the great powers that there are no minor incursions and small nations, just as there are no minor casualties and little grief from the loss of loved ones. You know, it's and why was Trump impeached over a phone call saying we want you to be fiscally responsible before, you know, uh, and said that the one fact witness, only one. No, he said no quid pro quo. He just wants them to get rid of the corruption that existed in Ukraine prior and as exhibited by Joe Biden leveraging a billion taxpayer dollars to get a prosecutor fired because his son with no experience is making millions. Just like, you know, Vladimir gets a, a, a an OK on his pipeline. Keystone XL pipeline workers get fired. Uh, but, but Hunter got, oh, that's right, millions of dollars from a, an oligarch, a Russian oligarch. And God only knows how much money he's really made from China. Can't wait for Peter Schweitzer's new book to come out. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN. Average family now is paying, because of the 40-year high in inflation, thousands of dollars every month. Uh, you need to save as much money as possible. One way you can do it, maybe you're still a customer of one of these large, overpriced wireless carriers, uh, you know, AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, and you've not, maybe, you just haven't taken the time to make the switch and join the stampede because you'll get the exact same 5G network as those companies. You'll get the exact same cell towers as those companies. You get the exact same number of bars on your phone. You keep your phone. You keep your phone number. I mean, it's really that simple. It's a veteran-run business. And that's why the average family is making the switch and saving close to 1000 bucks a year. All you have to do to make the switch is dial pound 250 on your cell phone and save the keyword save now. If you haven't done it, do it now because money's tight for everybody. Pound 250 on your cell. Say the keyword save now from our friends at Pure Talk.